Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Welcome to the full update for May. I hope you're doing okay and hanging in there, out there, because it's certainly a real spin in the world lately. So it's vital that we all find ways to reset ourselves, recenter ourselves, reconnect to the things that light us up. So don't take that for granted right now. It's the work that we all have to do at the moment while we go through these massive waves of transformation and a lot of influx of energy that we're feeling and it definitely spins you around and that's the nature of these times. So I've tuned in to get a few of the themes for this month from my guides and that's what we're going to start with today. So theme number one, to engage or not to engage. So this is the choice at the moment. Are you being discerning about who, what, and where you are going to invest your energy, your time. I think it's very easy for us to villainize certain people or certain activities in our life and to say, oh, well, I'm not putting my energy with that person or this thing. And, and actually, we don't even need to go to that place. We can actually just recognize there are certain times in our life where it's about us and it's about what we can or can't engage with. But often we get stuck on this hamster wheel of thinking that we need to engage or we need to do. Perhaps for you, you're someone who prides yourself on being an uplifting person or a helpful person. And so that can get in the way of you knowing that there are certain times in your life where you shouldn't really be engaging the way that you normally would. You need a moment to pull back a little bit or perhaps to engage with different things, different people, just for a while, because you need something different in your life. These are times that are calling into focus. Who are we? What do we want? What do we need? And if we only keep that in the realm of the mental, we usually don't get very far. We go round and round on a loop. What we actually have to do is try new things, try different things, and sometimes for the busy among us, that can mean do less, engage less, pull back. So a big question or the first theme that I was given for this month is to engage or not to engage. Is that a question that you're consciously asking yourself? And if you're listening to this and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or you're feeling some relief about the fact that that question has just been posed to you, that's a great sign for you that the autopilot that you've been on is asking you to stop being on autopilot and to consider where you're spending your time, who you're spending it with. It's not about them, the people, the places, the things. It's about you 
And right now, many of us will find that we aren't as aligned with certain aspects of our life as we normally would be. And we don't need to overthink that. We don't need to make it about the other person or there's something wrong with us. It's just there's a real season change going on on earth. And so you might find yourself needing different things. So really give yourself to that and ask yourself, do I want to engage or not engage with the things that I normally would? Theme number two this month is breaking through restrictions, personal and global. The word restrictions carries a lot of weight right now on the planet and certainly has for a few years in, in a more overt way than we perhaps are used to seeing it. But this theme of breaking through restrictions can show up both personally and globally this month and in the months to come. Are there restrictions that are being broken down or challenged in the global, on the global stage? Or are there restrictions that are being brought in that are being opposed by people? So there is a, a real question around restrictive energies, restrictive rules, restrictive systems. And that's playing out on a global level, but for you, it may show up entirely personally. You might be looking at ways that you think you are currently restricting yourself, that you no longer need or want to. You might be feeling that you're in a very wild or rebellious or freedom-seeking time in your life. And there might be a part of you thinking, am I allowed to behave this way? Well, of course you are. You know, we're all allowed to behave in the ways that come through us at different moments and different seasons of our life. And so if, you're, if you've been a very conforming person, if you're someone who's always followed the rules and been well behaved, don't be too surprised if this season that we're in of breaking through restrictions sees you behaving in slightly wilder or more unpredictable ways or freedom-seeking ways that you don't normally choose to walk toward. So breaking through restrictions is gonna show up for some of us personally, for some of us, we're going to be aware of it globally, but it's it's going to be in the air in a strong way in the month of May. And of course, it's been around for a few months and it will carry on, but something about May is going to bring this more into the global and the personal conversation. Where are restrictions coming from? Are they healthy restrictions? Or are they the kinds of restrictions that stop progress, stop freedom, stop people's well-being? So it's a global conversation right now. Number three links to that, which is the rise of inner fire and revolutionary energy. So revolutionary energy is when we push against aspects of ourself or aspects of our society that are seeking to keep us contained, held down, so revolutionary energy can be a very joyous thing. It can be you in a revolution with who you are and deciding, as I said in the previous theme, to become a bit freer than you normally allow yourself to be. Or perhaps you're breaking out of circumstances where you couldn't express yourself in certain ways. And so now you're in a different season of your life where you notice that revolutionary energy is moving through your personal life. And the rise of inner fire often relates to a feeling inside us where our fire wants to get our attention. Anger is a real clue for all of us, and anger is easily villainized on the planet. We're often afraid of anger, the anger of others. We often associate anger only as a destructive force, and it certainly can be. 
It can certainly be used as a weapon toward other people. But there is that inner fire. There is that, I often experience anger as a boundary. If I feel an impulse of anger inside me, and it doesn't have to be strong, but I, I, I'm attuned enough that I can feel it now. I used to suppress it like many of us do, but I can feel it now and it usually tells me something. I'll always check my awareness and go, okay, is this, is this a, something I need to learn from? And often it usually isn't. It usually is just the part of me that's feeling some kind of boundary in my life force, in my spirit. And so the rise of inner fire is coupled with those of us who are beginning to get clearer about who we are, why we're here, what we're here for, and what we're not okay with standing for. And that is in tandem with revolutionary energy, because revolutionary energy usually stands for freedom, justice, usually is working on behalf of a, a group who are either being oppressed or downtrodden. So the rise of inner fire and revolutionary energy, interesting it was given to me as a theme this month because I think we're seeing that and have been for a while, but it's interesting that it's on the table in May in a stronger way. So you might just be beginning to notice that in the world, or you might be beginning to feel it rising in yourself. You're willing to stand for those people whose rights, perhaps yours, are being removed, taken away. So. The rise of inner fire and revolutionary energy can sometimes be a scary thing when you think about it coming toward you. But actually, when it's coming through you, you're igniting your power. Your true authentic power is coming through you. And you're standing for all of the reasons that you are here on the planet and what you're here to help support and usher in. So as we go through these times where there's lots of division and lots of fighting and the encouragement of that fighting. The rise of inner fire and revolutionary energy is designed to cleanse, heal, and create a new pathway for the future. So if you feel that fire coming through you, and you might be, you know, listening to this going, yeah, I've actually felt really a lot of energy in the last month or two, and it's felt very creative, or it's felt very enlivening, and sometimes I don't know what to do with it. That's the inner revolution that you are currently allowing through your body. And you will have been preparing the ground for this for months or maybe even years. We all go through periods where we're tilling the soil in our lives before the crops rise and bloom. We all go through those different seasons and there will be many of you right now who might be feeling like your energy is really coming online after perhaps a long period of preparing it, being a little quieter, not quite sure of your direction. So don't panic if you feel that fire rising through you and you don't always have to organize it, make it do something. Sometimes just letting it be there in your body and noticing it and finding ways to move it. Finding exercise or dance or martial arts or whatever it is that you want to do to help that energy galvanize in your body is gonna be very useful because this is our creative powerhouse and it's from here that we send ourselves into the world. So there will be many of you who are feeling very electrified by that energy right now and we'll be seeing it in the outside world. We'll be seeing more and more of it as the months go on, as more people start to get more aligned with the importance of the well-being of all rather than the well-being of a few uh, at the expense of all. So. Uh, 
Theme number four is an interesting one. Uh, it is the myth of people-pleasing. The myth of people-pleasing. And those are words I was given by my guides. So people-pleasing, as you'll know, any of us who are recovering people-pleasers, uh, is, is a theme that I've definitely been asked to speak to in different ways over the years. The myth of people-pleasing is really that white-hot clarity that tells you that people-pleasing is a myth. Because if you are in people-pleasing behavior, if you are bending yourself over backwards or twisting yourself to try and please others, what you're actually doing is, is being inauthentic. You know, we're actually not being truthful. We're bending ourselves to the will of another at the expense of ourselves. Now, serving a person is completely different. If I'm in service to someone, I'm aligned and I'm choosing to be in service. But people-pleasing can be its own addictive habit. And many of the times we have learned to people-please to keep ourselves safe or to find connection in life or to try and control or bring love to us that we don't think we deserve or trust could come in a different way if we weren't manipulating or controlling it. So there are all kinds of reasons that we develop the habit of people-pleasing. Uh, it's often fear-based. And there's nothing to look back into your past and judge yourself for if you recognize you also developed that because so many of us did for differing reasons. And it's a, it's a cultural imprint that so many of us have dealt with or lived through. But, and this is the big but, the myth of people-pleasing means literally that's breaking in two right now. And many of you will literally be blown away by how you are no longer able to people please or you are currently really seeing clearly how you used to people please and how it is no longer serving you or the other person. For you to inauthentically or uncomfortably twist, modify or contort yourself because of a belief you have that it's making the other person better, it's pleasing them. It's a bit like giving them a boatload of sugar and thinking it's nutrition. In the moment, sugar might feel great and give them a rush, but it's it's not. there's no real nutritional value in that that's going to sustain them over the long term. So people-pleasing is a short-term hit for the person you think you're pleasing, and it's a short-term depletion for you. So there is a real break of that pattern going on for many right now. So you might find yourself shocked at your people-pleasing habits or having increasing clarity about why you did it in the past and why you're not gonna do it again. Far better to just be honest about what you can and can't do for another person or what you are available to do for another person and what you're not. Being honest that you can engage or you can't engage and to let yourself sit with perhaps the dis-ease of noticing their discomfort or noticing they wish you were doing something differently. And that's okay. They're allowed to want you to do something different. But if you are contorting yourself to do something different on their behalf, both of you lose. That is the myth of people-pleasing. And that's going to be hitting more of us in the face in all kinds of ways than ever before. And that's a great thing because that's returning to your true power and authenticity and honesty and showing up and being who you are. And then the other person knows that they are getting the authentic version of you and that they can trust your behaviors, your words, your actions. Number five is leveling up your wisdom. 
So this can look a couple of different ways my guides were showing me earlier. Leveling up your wisdom is literally going to look like a whole group really focusing on improvement of self and life. So you may suddenly have the energy, the will, and the lack of fear to go and study something that you feel is going to enhance your life. Or perhaps there's a, a training that you want to take on that you, you see as your next path. And this leveling up your wisdom energy is going to take away many of the barriers to that. So it might be that you are in a position where you can financially afford to do it finally, or you can take the time you need to do it. And maybe it's been a dream for a while, but this month, leveling up your wisdom is going to be very well supported. You might find yourself extra curious, extra studious, so that you can absorb what it is that you want to absorb. And it may just be that you're currently leveling up your wisdom around the areas of personal growth and spirituality so that you can become a better version of yourself to ultimately better serve the world. Because we're all serving each other all of the time, consciously and unconsciously. And when we are consciously able to serve, we feel very connected to each other, to our purpose, to this group that we are on the planet, rather than trapped and disconnected because of the individualism that so many of us have been talked into or trained into. So leveling up your wisdom is going to carry with it a great deal of energy that supports you in taking some deep dives into areas that you feel passionate about or that you want to learn. And equally, on an intuitive level, this means that the universe will put you in positions with people and in situations where you get to level up your wisdom. So that energy is going to be really, really strong because one of the things that this revolutionary energy and this inner fire needs is it needs a higher mind. It needs a wisdom that's connected to the body. So these things are all happening at the same time. Theme number six is creativity born from inside chaos. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, chaos is a word I have been, <laughs> I would say, it feels like I've overused this word when I do these energy updates, although my job with the energy updates really is to surrender to what I'm told to say. And so there is this rise in the chaos that is, is, is very palpable to anyone who is feeling and perceiving what's going on in the world. It's the speed of the waves and the ups and downs and the choppy waters and the breakthroughs and the epiphanies. It's all happening quite fast. And that can be experienced as a kind of chaos. And also, if you look at the world as we know it outside us, never before has it looked or seemed or been more chaotic. You could argue it's been more chaotic, but in our lifetime, certainly what we're seeing is a level of chaos that used to be far more organized, formalized, and controlled. And now we're in this very wavy period. So the interesting thing about this is it's an incredibly fertile time for creativity. Creativity that can relate to art that inspires, soothes, and heals, all the way through to science and innovation that can actually help with many of the issues that we have on the planet. So there is going to be this rise of creative energy, which I spoke about a couple of months ago, but it's born from inside chaos. So if you are a creator, you know, if you've ever been a creative person, 
you know what it's like when you get in the creative laboratory and things are kind of everywhere. You know, usually uh, the mark of a creative person is a certain level of chaos that they are open to. There is a certain level of surrender to chaos that a creative person is going to have. And it's often manifest by when you visit your creative friend's house and they're in the middle of a creative storm, everything's a little messy in there. And it's not necessarily because they're disorganized. It's just that in that moment, they have surrendered and given themselves to creativity. And creativity doesn't actually care how organized your room is. Creativity wants to be born, and that's all it cares about. So if you have to make a mess in order to do that, creativity goes, fine, you're going to clear that up when you're done. But for now, I want your full attention, and I want all of this to be thrown up into the air so that something magic and alchemical can come through. That is the period of time that we're in right now. So yes, the Chaos can be overwhelming, it can be challenging, it can frighten us or pull us down on certain days if that's how we're responding to it. But in the center of it is this massive creative volcano that wants to rise through the middle of it all. So if you want to hitch your wagon uh, to that star, do it. This is the time. So if you're feeling a little bit of creativity, just dive in because it's going to help and you're going to be drawing from the chaos of this time. It's often some of the most chaotic or difficult times in history that see some of the most incredible creativity and birth happen. So we're in that period, so go for it if you're sitting on the fence. This is actually a brilliant time to dive in and let creativity come through you. The next theme links to this a little bit. Uh, theme seven is psychic chaos in response to the world chaos. Now, you know, I'm a big proponent as someone who has heard my guides now for half my life, 23 years, uh, but has also been an intuitive for a, a period of time. I've, well, a bit more than that, actually, a bit more than 23 years. What I've learned is the best psychic awareness and information is that which you can use in a grounded way. Sometimes we get very abstract psychic information that we can't quite put our finger on, we're not quite sure what it means, and that's okay. You don't have to overly analyze it, hunt it, try and pull it down. If it's not being clear with you and fully formed, then it's not necessarily the time to act on it. It's not necessarily the time for that psychic information or vision to manifest or birth in your life or become a part of your next steps. When it's time, it will really show itself to you and you as a grounded individual will be able to go, oh, my psychic vision keeps telling me to go to Brazil and every time it's told me before, I haven't had the money, I haven't had the time, I haven't had the space, but here's that message again. And actually, for the first time, I feel willing. Don't know why I'm going, but I feel like I'm able to follow it and I have the space and the time to do it, just as an example. We don't all have to go to Brazil, although that might be quite nice. Um, but my point is there is a psychic chaos in response to the world chaos right now. So because there is a lot of information overload on the psychic highways, and I don't mean psychic information, I simply mean, remember our mind and our third eye are very close proximity to each other. And there is a level of mental and information overload on the planet right now that can make it a little chaotic if you're new to your psychic information, your visionary self, your intuition. So if you're feeling a little bit spun around whenever you try and do anything intuitive or anything psychic, you just need to ground a bit more. 
you just need to put a bit more of a gap between you and the outside world. So, you know, one good rule of thumb is always if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're going to become intuitive, visionary or psychic, you need to calm down a little bit before you go to that space inside you. So you might just need 10 minutes to unplug from the rest of the world, sit quietly, meditate, put on some soothing music, allow your state to calm enough that it's easier for you to let psychic, visionary, intuitive information in. Don't be too alarmed right now if any intuitions or visions you're getting leave you all feeling chaotic. It's just that you're a little merged with the world energy. So there is a certain level of mm, guardianship that we need to wrap around our body when we're in that visionary spiritual space. And sometimes it can be hard for us to know the difference between a, a chaotic intuition and, and the fact that really it's not that the intuition itself is chaotic, it's that you're still too plugged into the chaos of the outside world. You haven't let yourself just detach for a minute. Come back to yourself, breathe, take a moment. So. Just be mindful of that because I'm aware that more people are becoming more intuitive and psychic than ever, but there is a difference to that channel than the mental psychic highway information channel that's just existing in the world right now and that has been turned up to a 12 in volume. So make sure you're taking space if you're new to working with your intuition and having a certain simple reverence around it where you create a quiet space in order to allow it to come in. And if, if your psychic intuition or vision feels chaotic, it's because you are still tapped into the chaos of the world and you just need to separate them a bit more. Lastly, quiet space. Um, and I'm sure this theme has come up multiple times in the last year, so it's clearly one we all need to hear from. Um, Theme number eight, stillness speaks. Can you cultivate moments where you let the quiet voice inside you rise? Can you cultivate moments where you let the quiet voice inside you rise? Stillness speaks. But we aren't being offered a great deal of stillness by what I would call the technological cultural world right now. So we have to guard that in ourselves. We have to create those moments. It's why many people do it through a meditation practice. Some people do it through going for a quiet walk in nature for 15, 20, 30 minutes a day. What gives you stillness? And if even hearing this idea of stillness seems foreign to you, that's a sign to you that you haven't had stillness for quite a while. And it is destabilizing if we don't have that slower gear, that calmer moment. So stillness speaks and it has a lot of wisdom to share with us, but it won't get that wisdom through to us if we're keeping ourselves so busy, so stimulated, so highly engaged that we don't have that moment for the quiet voice inside us to be able to say, you're tired, rest for a few hours. You've got some sadness that you need to let go of, that you've been carrying around, but it's been hidden underneath your busyness. Give me your attention for an hour or two and I will, I will let it move through you and I will release it. The still wise voice inside us is there for all of us, but very few of us were ever trained to engage with it. So whatever your method is to let yourself hear your own inner voice, 
the still wise voice inside you, not necessarily the mental chatter or the endless thoughts, and they tend to get more active the more stimulated we are and the less we give ourselves to moments of stillness, calm and quiet. So if you haven't cultivated a relationship with your stillness, this is no longer just a good thing to do, it's a vital thing to do for your balance, for your well-being and for allowing in your wisdom. So those are the themes of May. Uh, I will see you for the June energy update next month, but I'm thrilled to let you know that this month on May the 9th in the US, and I think it's the beginning of June in most other countries, my new book, Conversations with Disease, Awaken Your Multidimensionality, will come out. It's book two in the series. It's where psychotherapist Diana Edwards is in conversation with my guides, the Z's, who I received the themes for this, this uh, monthly message from, about all aspects of our life and the times that we're in and what's going on. So if you get the audible version, you hear the actual conversations that took place between Diana while I was channeling the Z's. And if you get the book version, we have lightly edited it just for those of you who enjoy taking in the messages in printed form. So May 9th is when the book comes out, but you can already pick up an early copy or an early audible version right now if you're in the States. So check that out and we'll put links as ever below. The portal is my monthly members community. It's in its 10th year this very month, which blows my mind. I created the portal because you know, these energy updates are wonderful and I get to serve hundreds of thousands of you around the world and bring in these broader messages. But I knew I wanted a place where I could go deep and I could also channel my guides disease directly and answer your questions, let them answer your questions. So my members community, the portal is where I do that every month and I bring a whole host of tools, teachings and guest teachers along with me to really help you navigate these times with clarity, optimism, a sense of purpose, and feeling connected to yourself. So we have a beautiful members community and we would love to see you inside the portal if it resonates for you. And last but not least, in June, we will be bringing an online experience for the first time ever called Soul Magic. So for many years, I ran annual Soul Magic retreats in first Hawaii and then Costa Rica. And at these retreats, among other things, I would always channel the Z's while Davor Bozik, who I create all the music with and my music albums, and he soundtracks so much of my work, he will play live while the Z's channel. And this year we will be bringing a whole series of that experience where Davor and I were right here in this studio uh, recording some really deep and powerful teachings from the Z's on who we're becoming as the new human soul. And it's a sequence of four uh, broadcasts and there will also be live broadcasts from me at the beginning and at the end and a whole host of extras. So if you wanted to experience Soul Magic, the online retreat, that will be coming in June and we'll put a link to it below. But for now, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Take good care of yourself. Take good care of any others in your life that you can. And remember this month to engage or not to engage. That is the question. For those of us who are sensitive, intuitive, or walking a spiritual path, it is our practices and the support that we have in our life 
that often is the key to how well we can walk through life. Nine years ago, I created the portal to be an answer to that need for members of my community who wanted to go more in depth with my work. And while my work is still very much a centerpiece of the portal, we have now added other teachers, other voices, other offerings, so that the portal can become a well-rounded place for you to receive nourishment and be uplifted, shifted and supported every single month. Here is a look at some of the offerings that you receive every month as a portal member. Once a month, I do a 90-minute live video broadcast. Don't worry if you can't be there live, everything in the portal is provided to you as a replay. But doing it live is a chance for me to be with you as a community. And in that broadcast, I channel, I speak about the energies of the month and expand on my monthly energy update and also take some community questions. Every month you will also receive an MP3 and the MP3 will either be a channeled message from my guides the Z's set to original music from Davor Bozik or it will be an energy alchemy meditation or some other energy teaching. These will be put into your members library and you will have access to them to stream and download. We also give you access to a classics library where we take eight classic recordings from recent years so that you can listen to more. Qigong and wellness teacher Stephen Washington gives you an exclusive Qigong sequence every single month. It's called the Body Energy Update and he takes the themes from my monthly energy updates on YouTube and creates a movement sequence for you designed to support you and your process as we go through each month. Stephen is also a wonderful meditation teacher, and so you will have access to a library of short, digestible meditations from him. As soon as you join, you will also get access to our bonus Intuitive Power Workshop. This was a tour that we took to several different countries a couple of years ago, and we had it professionally filmed. So you will be able to watch a four and a half hour video workshop where both myself and Stephen teach you about accessing and owning your intuition in a deeper way. And to round all of this out, we have special member discounts on courses of mine. We also have special music playlists each month. One set of songs designed to help soothe you and one set of songs designed to get you moving. And last year, we brought to the portal something I've wanted to do for a very long time, The Portal Presents. It's where I get to invite some incredible teachers, creatives, healers, musicians into the portal. And every month we spotlight one of them where they deliver an on-camera teaching specifically for our portal members. It's a beautiful new feature. We have had some incredible people coming in and we've got some amazing people lined up for the next year. And the final aspect of the portal is mine and my team's favorite. It's the community energy. So as well as having a private members forum inside the portal, for those of you who aren't on social media, we also have a private moderated Facebook group exclusively for portal members. This is where so many members get to share what they're experiencing, things they're learning, people they're enjoying, and essentially connecting you with people from all over the world who are focused on similar interests to you. My aim with the portal has always been to offer you as much value for your membership as possible. 
And I feel like in the last year or so, we have really been able to maximize that. So we look forward to welcoming you to the portal and we hope it is a place that can nourish your mind, your body, and your soul. Big love.